Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show that's for you, those of you that work so hard for your money. And you're ready for your money. Start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom of cash flow today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now. So you can live that life that you love, but most importantly, with those that you love. But guys, it's not just about getting rich, it's about creating a rich life because as you're blessed financially, you have a greater capacity to bless the lives of others and create that ripple effect. And that's what I'm so excited to do here today with you guys. I appreciate you guys allowing me to really just be a part of your world, allowing me to create the ripple effect through you. And by the way, thank you for tuning in. You're binging, you've been sharing these episodes. And I'm not kidding when I say, and I've had other people say this. We just had some clients at our house recently and they said, Chris, like these people are really the coolest people I've ever met. And that's true. Like you guys are here because you're doing that. If you're not cool, you probably wouldn't hang around. You'd probably go find some other schmuck to listen to. But I appreciate you guys tuning in because it is because you guys are amazing, real, salty of the earth people, people that want more out of your life than just the standard status quo. As a reminder, go to our website, moneyripples.com. Check out the passive income calculator we have. You can use that right now. Go find out what you can create in the next 12 months when it comes to passive income. Might be a few thousand or it could be a few hundred thousand, whatever it is. Love you'll know what that number is. And if it's a good number, hey, let's see if we can help you with that. So go check that out, moneyripples.com. Hey, are you looking for another great podcast to listen to? One about investing and not only just investing, but learning about cool deals like investing in apartments that does not require you to have to be an accredited investor or have a million dollars. Hey, if you want to check that out, go check out my friend Lane Kawaoka's site, simplepassivecashflow.com. He's got a great podcast also called Simple Passive Cashflow that you can check out on YouTube, iTunes, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. If you want some great education and to learn about great ways to invest in other types of deals without, again, needing a ton of money, check it out, simplepassivecashflow.com or look up Simple Passive Cashflow on YouTube or your podcast app. Check it out. All right, guys. So I've got a special guest, one of my dear friends as well as she's even become recently a client, uh, Kara Brandt. And now just to give you a little bit of background on Kara, because the reason we brought her on here is that we talk about the financial part of it. But just like I said in this intro, right? It's not just about getting rich, about living a rich life. You cannot have a rich life if you're just money rich, right? Then you're just rich, right? You just have a lot of money. But if you don't have the emotional or the physical health to go with it, it doesn't matter. That money's going to be gone anyways. And that's exactly why we brought Kara on today. Now, just give you some background here because she's got this crazy, awesome background, right? She's a professional singer. She's also a speaker and she's an empowerment coach. If that weren't enough, right? If it weren't enough that she's doing talking about the subject, she does some pretty cool stuff. Amazing singer, by the way, incredible. Uh, she's the founder and CEO of Beautiful Life Mentoring. She's performed and coached in the US as well as internationally. And guess the, what? She is passionate about helping individuals living with chronic illness, emotional or physical pain, especially after years of doing this work with her own chronic illness that she'll talk about here today almost like these invisible illnesses that show up that sometimes doctors have no answer for. And maybe that's affecting your day-to-day life right now where you say, I don't give a crap about the money. Just help me live so I can start living. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. 
married to a great guy named Rob. Shout out to Rob out there as well as her four beautiful kids. So Kara, welcome to our show today. Hey, Chris, thank you for having me. I'm so blessed to be here. Absolutely. And we're blessed to have you too. So I was going to say, yes, you you. are. And that's true. But hey, we're blessed to have you, of course. (laughs) Otherwise, you wouldn't be here because you've seen this show. We don't bring people on unless we think they're the real deal, right? So for sure. It's an honor. Yeah. Well, give us a little bit more on that background because of your story, because that's where it led into your passion and how you're helping people today. Tell us more about that. Yeah. So you mentioned that I'm a singer and my dream was to be singing and performing on all the major opera stages in the world. And I was able to do some of that on some degree, but I was held back a lot by the physical illness. And as a classically trained singer, if you know anything about classical or opera, your body is the instrument. And so if you're not feeling good, then your instrument doesn't work right. And so I shifted into teaching voice lessons for years and then just got sicker and sicker, started having babies, and then just had this breaking point when I was pregnant with my third baby, where I'm sitting on the edge of the bed. And the next thing I know, I'm waking up from this coma-like sleep from several hours of being out. And my two other kids had been unsupervised. And I didn't know it then, but I'd actually had like a mini stroke. For years after that, I was having these mini strokes because of an underlying heart condition that was resolved eventually. But It was just that moment of like, I cannot let this happen again. I have to do something. And so it was kind of that shift in me of the mother bear drive to do something different. So I got outside of the box of Western medicine because I had been to so many doctors and they just couldn't figure me out. And some of them actually said, it was probably all in your head. And that was really what I wanted to hear. And to some degree, they were right. Not that the symptoms weren't real, but over the years, and I went into this journey of outside of the box, I learned the power of the mind. And I learned the connection between the mind and the body. And for so long, I was just treating symptoms, because that's usually what Western medicine is geared towards. Not we need Western medicine, I'm grateful for it. But we need to be able to get to the root of the issue. And sometimes it's emotional, sometimes it's trauma, sometimes it's mental, there could be any cause for this, but we have to remember that we're whole beings like mind, body, spirit, and we can't just look at it from one angle. And so it just led me to my mission and purpose and this passion to help other people. And along the way, I kind of found myself creating this method based on what I learned was most effective in finding answers for my body. And it really came down to learning how to trust your own inner voice of wisdom and truth. I believe that we're divine beings. We're not just physical beings that die and then somehow disappear. We live on and that divine part of us is always connected to truth that is unique to our situation. And so if we can learn how to listen to the body and listen to that inner voice of wisdom, then I mean, there's no limit, right? We can tap into all truth, regardless of whether we're building more wealth or better health or whatever it is. I remember being at your house with that awesome group of people. And I remember somebody making a comment of what should I do and this and this and this. And I remember just sitting there thinking, your inner guru knows, like just tap in and just feel it out a little bit and you'll know. And, but what I've learned is this isn't just some like nebulous abstract idea. It's like, no, there's some tangible, actionable, practical steps that we can take to cultivate this skill and that's what the how the inner guru method was born. And that's why I'm here today coaching people to help them learn that. So well, you're talking about a few things on really some that are really important on some important fronts there, right? I mean, obviously the body is that vessel that we use to be able to create value. And that's ultimately what allows us to be able to create more, right? Whether it's more happiness, more joy, better relationships, even just longer life. 
or even more money too, right? I mean, that's all tied together. But I like what you're talking about with this inner guru, because I've mentioned on this show a few times about kind of like the investing 202 that comes with it is that tapping into your intuitive force, right? Like really tapping into your intuition, understanding, like really listening to that voice. And like you mentioned, I mean, that person was really stuck in the left brain of their hemisphere of their brain, weren't they? They're stuck in that logical thing, trying to weigh the pros and the cons. But really what it came down to, and you were feeling the same thing I was, which is you already know the answer. It's already been talking to you. It's already coming out in your language. You just got to listen to it. You really just got to listen to yourself. And that's hard for a lot of people. I've had clients even say, well, how do I do that? I don't know. I can't trust my intuition. So what would you say to someone like that who says, I don't know how to trust my intuition because I've made bad decisions before? Well, because I've made bad decisions before, I like that you brought that in because our human nature brain is built to protect us, right? And so if there's past evidence that we've messed up or we've done the wrong thing, we tend to latch on to that as a protective measure, right? To say, oh, well, I better not do this again because that hurt. That was uncomfortable. And so it really just takes a conscious... I talk about this metaphor of like, well, you get to decide where you live in the present moment. And you were living there in that, oh, it hurts when I do that. So I better not ever do that again. So it's that house of fear, right? And then you get to choose a new house. Think about in real estate terms, right? You get to build a new house in your mind and in your soul and in your body that says, oh, we don't live in the fear house anymore. We live in the, okay, what's true? What can I be absolutely certain is true about this situation? And when we can use the truth as our anchor, then we can see things as they really are. And we can be emotion wrapped around the old way of being and the evidence that proves to us that, oh, it's for sure going to happen again, kind of melts away. And we can say, oh, this gets to be a new day, a new situation. Am I that same person? Maybe, maybe not. What do I choose? What do I want? What do I desire? And so based on the truth, the evidence of the truth, and then, then I would say, explore evidence. And there always is, there's always evidence, explore evidence that what you desire or what is already true, right? There's always evidence that supports what you desire that already exists in the physical world. But our brain is wired and trained to look at what hurt (laughs) because it wants Uh to protect us. So we have to get out of that primal brain and say, nope, (laughs) even though that's where we used to live and that's what we used to do, we're going to do something Mm -hmm. different. Yeah, absolutely. So tell people more about what is it you're actually doing? Like, how are you mentoring or helping people or who are you specifically are you mentoring? Is it just people that have these chronic illnesses or traumas or does it go beyond that? Well, honestly, I have had such a wide range of clients, even children. And children are some of my favorite people to work with because they shift so fast and they don't have as much old programming to kind of work through. But I definitely am mostly drawn to women Because I believe that if women can heal, if women can really tap into their true potential and feel good inside and out, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, that the world will be a much different place. There's something about what the divine feminine brings to this world. And so, yeah, I'm more drawn to them, but I'm always open to anyone that just feels stuck. And I think of like, if you're in the hamster wheel of life where it's like, I'm just going and going and going, and I just feel like I'm unconsciously reacting to everything, things or you have this mindset that everything's happening to me. And the truth is everything happens for you. Nothing ever happens to you. It's always for you. It's always in your favor. And so I would just say what I'm doing honestly is for anyone that just wants to take the reins or the wheel of their own journey of creating their most beautiful life 
in whatever area that is. And so the approach that I take is mind, body, spirit. We address Mm -hmm. all of those pieces. How have you seen that really help in your own life? Well, I mean, in a nutshell, I'm alive. I'm still here. I dealt with a lot of suicide ideation and a few failed attempts actually to get kind of vulnerable and real with all of you because living was just too painful. It just felt like the easy option because you just crave, whether it's your physical pain or an emotional pain, sometimes it just gets so soul crushing and devastating that we think that's just the way out. So I would say I'm here, but I'm not just here. I'm thriving. I'm living a life that I never imagined possible. All those years that I was stuck in bed thinking that this was just it. This was how I was going to be for the rest of my life. And my kids would just always have this memory of their mom in bed and cranky and shut down. And I'm myself again. And not only am I myself and all the components of my life are coming together financially, thanks to you, by the way, you're amazing. My marriage is doing so much better. My kids are healthy and thriving and we're exactly where we want to be and we know where we're going. And so Gosh, when there's flow, when there's movement, when there's expansion, it's like, it's so juicy. That's the beautiful life. That's why my business is called Beautiful Life because it's all about creating that beautiful life, whatever that looks like for you. And I'm living it. And it's such a gift. So, well, and that was going to kind of lead to my next question, right? Is, well, why? And why would you do this? I mean, you guys are fine. Obviously, I know your situation. You don't need to be doing this, right? So, What is that you really want to accomplish with this or why are you wanting to do this? I'm going to (laughs) cry just for the simple reason that because I've been there and I have that depth of empathy for those Mm -hmm. who are stuck and those who are in unnecessary suffering, I can't just sit there and watch. I can't watch without even just creating a platform and creating a space where I will invite. And if they want to come, great. If not, that's their choice, but I can't not try. I can't not share the golden nuggets that I've achieved over the years because what was it all for? What was the point? And there's always a point. And so, and I can't help but think how many of these women or men or whoever it is are thinking of ending their life. How many of these people are dealing with unresolved trauma that they don't even know what to do with and conventional therapy isn't really touching it. Can't just talk Um, it away, right? You can't just talk it away. And so there's so much suffering. And I think we got to raise the vibration of this planet, not to sound too woo-woo or anything, but we just got to. So I agree. That's true. I feel you. I mean, I can definitely feel that. That's the thing is like you said, you're like, you can't just not sit around and do nothing. When you know you've blessed with something, you know, you have something that's helped you and it can help others. You can either just sit on it, say, well, that was good for my life, but What about the rest of the planet? What about your other brothers and sisters, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, for anybody who wants to know like what Kara does or even get more information, we'll put her information in the show notes in the blog on moneyripples.com. You'll see the blog posted there from today's show. Go check that out. Go check out her website for sure, just to understand more about who she is and what she does. Because I'm telling you, what you're describing, Kara, is not just a few small minority. I mean, this is something that I've seen more prevalent Even among people you think are strong, just put together people, their lives are crumbling, those quiet recesses of their minds and just those quiet moments when they're by themselves. And you just never know. I mean, the mission you're on is essential. It's got to be there. Yeah, for sure. I feel the importance of it. And I just am so honored and excited that I get to be a role in bringing this information. And I'm not the first one that's ever talked about this, but it's definitely a unique approach. 
and because it comes from my own experience, right? But gosh, yeah. it's a great ride. It's been a great ride. Absolutely. Well, and it's true. I mean, it's what good is life and what's good in making a whole ton of money? You don't have a life to enjoy, right? And that's what you're here to do and yeah. trying to take the exactly. control, take those reins. So many people feel like their life is kind of, like you said, it's happening to them, not for them. I know the most skeptical people will say, oh yeah, sure, that's nice platitude. It happens for me. My life sucks. But <laughs> it's true. Like It really is that perspective shift you have to happen to figure out why it's happening. And we've all had our challenges of different sorts and variations, right? And that's how we are able to overcome that. For sure, for sure. So kind of moving along those same lines, like I know there's people who are listening to this right now or maybe listening to the show or watching the show, obviously, depending if you're YouTube, iTunes, whatever you're doing, or Apple Podcasts, whatever we call it now. But for those people, maybe kind of like you were, right? Like in the situation where you've been focusing a lot on this kind of mastery, and then someone brings in this topic of money that just has these triggers and scarcity to go with it. What kind of advice would you give them now as you've been going down that journey yourself and using it for you? What advice would you give? Well, I think the biggest thing for me was really connecting to the truth because I had so many stories wrapped up in money and so much stories wrapped up in being a victim to my husband, to just the scarcity mentality. And so I think that while it's valid and important to feel your authentic feelings, I talk about that. There's a difference between wallowing in it or being a slave to your story versus like observing your story and sitting with it rather than in it. And so as I gave myself permission to sit kind of with all of this resentment, all of, I mean, gosh, money, why is it such a pain point for everyone, right? And it's probably one of my biggest pain points. And I think that our money struggles over the years definitely attributed to my health and my chronic issues because of the stress, right? But that stress is usually revolves around my story or what I perceive is happening versus what is actually happening. So when I was able to pare away all of the story and that I couldn't be absolutely certain was true, that all that was left was just a few truths that were life-changing. And it was like all suddenly all the shame just melted away. Suddenly all the, just whatever was swirling around all of it that was causing so much angst and shutdown really, because if you can't see clearly, then it's almost like you're stuck in this fog and then you just kind of stop because you don't make progress, right? Yeah. And so I just really feel like we started making progress when we were able to just ditch the story, get to the truth, focus on the truth and work with that information to make informed decisions moving forward. That's what I tell people. Once you get to the strategy part, that's the easy part, right? It's the head trash and it's dealing with the emotions, everything else that goes with it, that obviously become an obstacle for you. Yeah. It's so messy and it feels so real to you when you're in it. It's like, but all this shame, I deserve it. But it's uh-huh. so real and it's so consumed and you feel it in your body. I feel all of this very physically. Not everybody does, but it's like, it can really be all consuming. But for what? Based on a false idea or a false belief or a trauma or that wasn't even real, right? It wasn't even true. Yeah. So. And how'd you get over that? Because I know you're not the only person that when it comes to the money, this most people will just flee away from it. They'll just say, you know what? I'm just going to avoid the conversation. I'm going to avoid dealing with this pain because it hurts or it's bringing up past hurt. And I just want to flee from it. What do you think would be a good first step? I'm not saying you could solve it all with one step, right? What would be a good, be a good yeah. first step for those people that are have that kind of trauma or pain around money and those negative triggers? Oh, gosh. 
there would be so many, so many things you could do, but to really simplify it, just getting really clear on what you desire. And I think some people aren't even in the habit of asking themselves, like, what do I want? Because they're just so used to just in survival mode, at least for me. And I grew up in a family where there was 13 kids and it was always like, well, we don't have money for that. We don't have money for that. And so I grew up believing like I wasn't worth good things. I wasn't Mm -hmm. worthy of having good things. And so I just stopped dreaming. I stopped thinking about what was possible for myself. And so I think giving yourself space and permission to just like, well, what do I actually desire? And you have to get focused on that vision, that end goal. There needs to be something that you're working towards, right? If you're just sort of in this nebulous. So when I started giving myself permission to just really, what is it that I want? And like, if money was no object, right? If money wasn't even an issue, what do I really, in my soul of souls, like deep in my soul, what do I desire to create? And for me, it was financial freedom, the freedom to have, to create what I wanted to create an impact in the world. And as long as I was a slave to my finances, I could only do so much, right? Right. And so, yeah, I had to get clear on what my vision was, what my goal, what I wanted to create. So it wasn't just financial yourself- freedom, it was the freedom to create, right? Yeah. Yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I think of the Mark Twain quote when he said, I can help people get whatever they want in life. I just can't find anybody who knows what they want. <laughs> and that's true. That clarity, that direction, that why, or even the what and the why to go together hand in hand of why do you want it and what do you want? I mean, that really does help pull you towards that vision, pulls you towards really that objective, the very goal that you want. Yeah. I always tell people it needs to be that why or that motivation has to be come from a place inside of you, or it has to be strong enough that it gets you out of bed in the morning, regardless how you feel, that it can pull you out of the toughest circumstances, because you're just so locked in to that why. And it usually has to be at least from my experience, it needs to be motivated, not by fear, which Mm -hmm. there actually is a place for that, because it can get the ball rolling. But eventually, you really have to shift into a place of love. And love oh, just yeah. really has to be that motivating factor. I love it. That's powerful. No pun intended when I say I love that. But yeah, it's true. <laughs> love is really a big, a powerful force, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm going to ask you one more question because I keep saying this in my head. I'm like, okay, I'm going to ask for one more question. But I got to tap in your genius just one more time, Kara. All right. <laughs> okay. So for those people that don't really... So I'm, I'm kind of switching people. So I went from people kind of like you who obviously like come from the heart. Now I want to go for the people that come from their head right? That come from their brain too much. And coming back to that question, when I have people say, yeah, but how do I know what's right? And I know you've experienced this because you've been talking to our, like our network of people with investments and things like that. You've been down this path. Like you're currently doing this right now. What's the way that you're able to really feel and understand whether that's the right investment for you? Like, what is it that you, I hate to say do, because I know it's part of being, right? But try to keep it more practical for those that are stuck in their head. If they're coming from that space, What is the way that they can say, oh, I can't decide because there's this and this. I'm using this pros and cons list or whatever they're trying to do. And they can't decide what to do, which direction to go. What do you feel is like the best way for them to get out of their head and get into what's really tuning into their inner voice? Gosh, I love working with people that get stuck in their head because especially like the analyticals, because they're just, Uh it's fun to kind of crack that code. And I don't want to oversimplify this, but honestly, the easiest way that I think is just write it down. 
I think your brain is powerful. It's really the logic side of us is really good at kind of exploring the options, gathering data, write down all the different options that you have, lay them out in front of you. And then the next step, I would say, I would just sit with each of them. And it's almost like you're going to a dressing room and you're trying on a new outfit and you're saying, what do I like best? What feels good on my body? And so you do that with these opportunities. You put them in front of you and you say, you give yourself a chance to just kind of try it on. If I was doing this, what would my life be like? What would be the pros? What would be the cons? And you're kind of putting yourself in that situation as if it already were. And then you just kind of try it on like you're trying on a new suit or a new dress. And then you take notes take that dress off or that suit off and try the next one on. And it takes a moment and it's a type of meditation, I suppose, but it's really just, it's also very logical. And so I wouldn't say get out of your head and get into your heart because some people just really work and function better from that logical place. I would say add the heart into it. And maybe that's a skill Mm -hmm. they haven't fully developed yet. And that would be something we would work on in your inner guru. I also, the next thing I would say is, learning how to become present, that when we're really connecting to our inner guru and getting those answers of truth, we have to really be fully present. We can't be in yesterday or tomorrow because those don't really exist right now. And so the truth only happens like right here. So just making a conscious intention to be like, okay, I am right here, turning off notifications, quieting your mind, being in a space where you're not going to be interrupted and remind yourself that making this decision and hearing these answers is a being exercise. It's not a doing or a thinking exercise. Yeah. It's a being. And being involves all the parts of us, all of our senses that come into play and in helping us feel and connect and access all the different answers or information, right? Rather, that we're looking for. Yeah. It's true. When you bring that up, it kind of brings up a few different ways that I feel it. Sometimes it's a feeling, right? Like it's almost like a heavy feeling versus a lighter feeling, almost like, a, oh, that just feels yeah. good, right? Yeah. I get that sometimes. And then there's other times it's almost like a kind of like a mind. It's not physical, but it's almost like in my eyes, like something might highlight, like if I'm looking at words, so like on a menu, and this might be a good practice for people. If you're just going to a restaurant, there's no risk here. Like if you're looking at the menus, <laughs> you, like your eyes, your brain already subconsciously is picking up all the words on the menu, even if you haven't consciously read word for word what's the ingredients in that dish, right? And I started to practice this more with my wife, Adise, where if I look at a menu, sometimes there's just something that pops out. It's almost like there's a, like a very faint spotlight on that particular entree or maybe a couple of them, right? And then my eyes will go there. I'll ignore the rest, but I'll just go to those places. And I notice that even when I pick investments, it's kind of the same thing. It's almost like my mind naturally wants to go there or my mind won't leave it alone. It keeps coming back to that same thing. It's almost like totally. same thing if I hire a coach, right? It's like sometimes like my mind wants to go right back to, okay, it's been a, a week and I'm still thinking about this person where other people come in my life and they, they present stuff and I can't remember their names anymore. Like, I don't even remember who that was. And I was like, okay, right. that's not right for me, but this is stuck in my brain. I can't get it out. This must be the right path, right? Yeah, those are some really great distinctions, some great examples of what that could look like for sure. I love that. Yeah. Well, Kara, this has been awesome. I know we said, hey, we'll have you on for 15 minutes. We went a little bit longer, obviously, but <laughs> this is important stuff because I know that we don't always address it. Sometimes we get to the mechanics or we get to the, what's and those kind of things in the house, but we don't always get to the mechanics of everything else that it goes to apply to this that really creates a well-rounded, wealthy person in their life. And so definitely thank you for joining us today. Appreciate your time and your generosity and giving so much and giving extra on this interview as I keep picking your brain more and more. (laughs) Well, thank you. It's been a privilege and an honor. This is such an interesting space. 
to share this information. And it's really true. It applies everywhere. So thanks again. Absolutely. And everybody else, same thing. If something won't leave you alone, you're like, oh, I need to look at this. Go to our blog post right there on moneyripples.com. Find this interview and go visit Kara's page. Go look her up. Go reach out to her saying, you know what? I don't even know why. I just feel like I need to reach out to you. I feel like I need to tap in that inner guru. Go reach out to Kara right now. Take action on it. Don't let it go away because that's usually when the best opportunities leave you. So guys, I appreciate you tuning in. Go and make this a wonderful and prosperous week in your life. We'll talk to you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.